Hey there. If you're listening when we first go live, we are doing a Facebook series. It's a coaching series, and I'll tell you more about it at the end of the show. But this week was a Q&A week, and I got a lot of questions about consistency. How do I stay consistent with my workout? How do I stay consistent with the food I'm eating? That type of consistency. And, and really, the question is, how do I stay committed? Hey there, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining me today. Today's episode is a Q&A from our live series that I'm kicking off this week. Several people want to know the secret to staying consistent with fitness. Listen in and let me know what you think. So consistency is being committed or it's taking action again and again and again toward whatever it is that you want. So I always think of it as making it as simple as I possibly can. If I want if I want to achieve something and I need to be consistent to get it, then I need to break it down first into the smallest steps that I can take. Like what is the littlest things that I can do to get toward whatever it is that I want to do? And you've heard me say it before, but maybe let's use the example of I have a workout schedule that says I'm going to do something active six days a week. Okay. And out of those six days a week, part of it is, or half of the week is going to be, I'm going to go to the gym. The other half of it, I'm fairly open in what I get to do. So if that's what I'm wanting to be consistent with, then the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to write these things down, put them where I can see them, because that's going to be the first step is for me, I'm very visual and I need to see it. Other people may, I don't know, they may want to have their phone give them alarms and remind them. But but think about what are the simplest things that you can do to take those first steps. Then the next thing you want to do is you want to say, like, be a detective in your life. What derails you? Like, if your concern is about consistency or maybe commitment, what's derailing you from what you want? Like, is it the fact that um, you don't feel like you're supported at your in your home? Is it the fact that you feel like you have too much to do? What's taken away from your ability to stay consistent to what you say you want? Is it simply maybe a lack of motivation? You might need to ask yourself, is what you say you want what you really want? A lot of times we say that we want something and we have to ask ourselves, are we moving toward something that we want? Yes. Or are we running away from something that we don't want, maybe? And sometimes there's a little bit of both. Let's say that what you want to do is you want to lose 20 pounds. So you're moving toward the desire to feel better, probably, you know, get into smaller clothes, just like overall, you know, more energy. And you're moving away from the way you feel when you are overweight or when you feel like you're overweight or the way you feel when you don't have a lot of energy. So a lot of times you want to ask yourself, what am I moving toward? And what am I running away from? And maybe even if you need to, you need something that's a little bit of a carrot, add in there, what kind of reward can I give myself if I complete X? And X could be if I do exactly what I say I want to do this week, or you know, if I whatever, right? You determine, but you give yourself a reward. There's nothing wrong with um, giving, you know, it's, I think there's a site called sticks and carrots and there is nothing wrong with carrots and there's nothing wrong with sticks. I'm less inclined to say, um, be hard on yourself. In fact, really, honestly, I think that a lot of us could 
do better by just forgiving ourselves a little bit. Like if you miss a workout or you miss a week, just give yourself a break. I mean, life isn't always simple. It can be a little messy. So there are days that things aren't going to go right. Always give yourself a little bit of wiggle room in your schedule. Like truthfully, just like think about the fact that we're not going to nail it 100% of the time, all the time. So give yourself a little wiggle room in your schedule because it makes it a whole lot easier for you to say, whoops, I messed up a little bit. Then, oh man, I blew it. I am done for the week. I'm just going to go, you know, fall off the wagon and whatever it was that you're going to do. Another thing is, is that a lot of what we're talking about is habit. You know, when you're in habit, when you're actually doing things just by rote, like it's just habit. You literally just do it. Then when you get into the time when you're negotiating with yourself, uh, well, maybe I want to go to the gym. Maybe I don't. Maybe I want to eat that pizza. Maybe I don't. I mean, negotiation, when you're in negotiation, you are not in habit. And when you're in negotiation, you have only your willpower to determine whether or not you're going to make the right choice or the choice that you want to make, the choice that you said you want to make. So know that when you get in negotiation, that is a time to go, whoop, stop. This isn't going to get me anywhere. Never works. Like, you know, if you think about it, if you watch yourself and you negotiate with yourself, usually the uh, the piece of you that wants something that you say you don't want is the piece that's going to win. Also think about, we've talked tons and tons about pre-planning, you know, just pre-plan, figure out what it is that you think you're going to need or what obstacles you're going to come up against that week and figure it out before it starts. I can tell you one place where negotiation does work. Maybe one of the things that needs to be done is the kids need to be taken care of in the morning or the dog needs to be walked or breakfast needs to be made or whatever it is. There's usually someone else involved in those decisions. Negotiate with them. You need your time to take care of whatever it is that you said you were going to do. And then you figure out what you can do for them to help you out. I know in our household, my dog would love if I went with her every morning and went on that walk. Like, you know, the eyes when I leave in the morning for the gym are so tragic. But I can't do what I need to do for myself and get in an hour dog walk every day. So sometimes Phil takes her, sometimes I go, sometimes we go together. But you have to kind of work those things out and figure out how you're going to be able to do it. Something else you can do to help layer your consistency is to bring in accountability. And accountability can be done like personal accountability. You write down what you say you're going to do and you check it off at the end of the day. Or maybe it's accountability to a friend. You say that I'm going to go to this party and I'm not going to have any bad food and I'm going to come home early and go to bed soon. And so what you do is you just make an agreement with your friend that you're going to go ahead and text her or him when you get home. So they know that that you did it and you know that someone's there, you know, that has your back. So accountability is, it can be super powerful. It can be super powerful because we want to be liked. It's a visceral thing with us. I mean, people want to be liked. They want to be loved. And when we're pleasing other people by doing what we say we're going to do, then accountability really comes into play. And it sounds weird when I say it that way, because it's not pleasing other people, but we know that someone else has our back and someone else is thinking about us. And that's when it counts. That's when accountability really works. The very, very, very bottom or pillar, let's call it the very bottom pillar of consistency 
is your identity. Like what's your identity? Is your identity that you are someone who goes to the gym? You are someone who is an athlete. You are someone who is inconsistent. You are someone who puts work before workouts. I mean, what's your identity? Like that is so important and it's so overlooked. But a lot of times you have to really bring that in. Like I can give you a perfect example today. I didn't do any of the layering that I'm supposed to do last night. Like I worked late, I ate dinner and I crashed. I just crashed. I didn't put my clothes out. I didn't like, I didn't do anything I normally do, including I didn't set an alarm. And I don't always set an alarm, but I needed to get up early this morning to be at a call early. So what happened was I wake up, I wake up a little late. I'm kind of like stumbling around. I would normally just, since it's a gym day, I would normally go in and just put on my gym clothes. So I went in and I don't have them out. I get in my drawer. My drawer is a mess, which I don't know how that happened, but it is. And I'm digging through nothing that I need is there. So I like, oh yeah, yeah, the laundry room. So I go to the laundry room, find my stuff in the laundry room, put it on, look for my water bottle. Can't find my water bottle. You know, it's just kind of like, it was a comedy of errors, but it was a comedy of errors because I didn't pre-plan. I mean, it wouldn't have been a big deal, except when you're kind of early in the morning and you're just not like on your game yet. And that's what was happening. I thought about it. I mean, I started to negotiate with myself. I had that negotiation where I went, well, maybe I don't need to go to the gym today. I am really busy. I'm just going to stay home. And the second I did that, luckily for me, the other half of myself kicked in and she was like, wait a second. If you're negotiating with yourself at six in the morning about um, the first, like, you know, your pillar of who you are, then how's the rest of the day going to go? It's just not going to work. And I thought about it and I thought, no, I have to go to the gym today because I'd already given up my free day. Like I always have a free day in the week where if something comes up, then I can, you know, give up that day for whatever exercise I had planned. And then I just have to move everything. Already gave up that day this week because it was a busy week. And then here I am at the negotiation table with myself and I'm not even awake. And luckily, what it kicked in was my identity. And my identity was like, no, Cal, you're someone who said you're going to do this. So get out the door and do it. And I don't even remember who said it, but someone said one time that getting to the gym is not the win. It's getting in the car and turning it on is the win because you know you're not going to stop once you do that. And as soon as I got to the car, turned it on, started driving out the driveway, I was like, yeah, I have already won today because I am going to stay consistent with what I had planned for the week. So think about that. Think about how you can bring all of those pieces in, the layering, the smallest little steps, catching yourself. If you start negotiating with yourself, like stop, stop. Negotiations with self never work well. What you're moving toward, keep that in your forefront and what you're moving away from. Like, you know, it's kind of like moving toward gain and moving away from pain and then pre-plan as much as you can because there are going to be days just like mine this morning when things got a little messy, but pre-plan as much as you can and then bring in the accountability wherever you can. If you're listening to this when when we're just going live, jump on the website and we'll send you over to the Facebook group. Join in on the coaching because we've got some great accountability going on over there right now. And people are already going, hey, win, 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 win. I'm winning on baby steps. I'm winning on all these different things. So 
do whatever you can. You know yourself better than anyone. Be a detective for yourself and make it happen because this week is going to go by and then it's going to be next week. And I don't want this week to have fallen by without you doing what you said you were going to do. Thank you so much for being here. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. See you. Thank you so much again for joining me today. If you're listening when we go live, you really need to come over to our Fit, Free, and Fabulous coaching series. It's completely free and you can jump in anytime. If you happen to be catching this a little bit later, just listen to the entire series on our website at fitisfreedom.com. So right now, RSVP and join us on the series live by going to fitisfreedom.com. It's a full month of weekly coaching and Q&As, completely free. Please join me. You will love it, I promise. And if you're already one of our awesome subscribers, we'll send you a private invitation next week. Thank you again so much for listening. And of course, a week can't go by without me saying a very big and heartfelt thank you to Riley and all the guys at podigy.co. I consistently get kudos from all the other podcasters on the quality of our audio and is, of course, 100% podigy.co that makes it happen. If you have a podcast or you're thinking about one, make sure you check out Podigy. They can make life so, so easy. Have a wonderful week. Make sure you RSVP to our Fit, Free, and Fabulous coaching series, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye now.